0: a means to guarantee that the people who depend on you will be taken care of in the future. Talk to Matt and the team at Hoopy Insurance Services about obtaining coverage to ease your worries and secure financial stability for those closest to you. For over three decades, Hoopy Insurance Services has been helping people just like you get the right life insurance coverage for a cost that fits their budget. Remember, a difficult conversation today could mean peace of mind tomorrow. Find comfort in the experience and knowledgeable staff of local agents at Poopy Insurance Services. Call 486-7488. That's 486-7488. Or visit them on the web at hupe-insurance.com. Poopy Insurance, their family serving your family for over 40 years.
1: Marcus Freeman and the 2022 Notre Dame football team are locked and loaded for a season sure to have all the excitement of a shootout at high noon. To stay on top of it all, join me, Phil Houck, and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester, senior editor of irishillustrated.com. Saturday mornings at 10 sharp for the 26th season of Fighting Irish Preview. Saturday mornings at 10, it's Fighting Irish Preview on 1380 The Fan.
2: Broadcasting live from the Masters Heating and Cooling Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana, The Fan. This is a presentation of Fort Wayne High School Sports on 1380 The Fan
0: and 100.9 FM.
2: The Hoopie Insurance Services High School Coaches Show. Hoopie Insurance, our family serving your family for over 40 years. Here's your host, Justin Kenny. Good
3: evening, everyone. Thanks for joining here on the High School Coaches Show. I'm Justin Kenny, talking sectional semifinals this evening and all six classes. In action tomorrow night, 5A, 6A, of course, getting it started for the first time with the bye week yesterday. So a lot to cover over the next 60 minutes. We'll talk in just a second with Bryce Vance, our buddy from OutsideTheHuddle.net, as we do each and every week. Head coach Jason Garrett, Bishop DeWenger Saints will join us about 6:15. Of course, one of the marquee matchups in Week 11 in the area, Bishop DeWenger and Snyder. We'll see if Bishop Dwenger, for the second straight year, can knock off the Panthers in the sectional. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk Adams County and the Adams County rivalry that will have its latest iteration tomorrow night, Adams Central and South Adams, head coach of the Starfires, Mr. Grant Mosier. He'll join us at 6.30 to break that one down. And then 6.45 or so, Chris DePew, head coach, of the Garrett Railroaders and talk about a team that was dead to rights at 0-6 to start the season, have bounced back, have been 3-1 since then, and playing in a sectional semifinal game tomorrow night when the Railroaders will hit the road and head to Yorktown. So plenty to get to between now and the top of the hour. Let's get it started as we do each and every week with our buddy Bryce Vance. Bryce, how are you?
4: I'm doing great, Justin. How are you?
3: We're hanging in, sir, and we get started with 5A and 6A this week in the postseason after the break. Last week, let's talk about the one up and near Mishawaka. It's going to be Carroll and Penn. Carroll undefeated. Penn, two losses. Carroll trying to make a name for itself in 6A. Penn, really good. Lone loss in state. is the cathedral. What should we expect there?
4: I think we are going to have a low-scoring battle. Um, both these teams play really good on defense. Penn, in the last four weeks of the season, allowed just a total of 10 points. Um, as you mentioned, they you know, played uh, a really good team out of, out of Cincinnati, out of state, and then they played Cathedral as well. Um, they got beat by both those two teams. Um, but other than that, you know, they really have played uh, really strong football, really good defensive football. Um, you know, they, they like to run the football a, a lot, um, and this is going to be probably the best team that Carroll has faced all season long. And I, I want to say that Carroll is ready for it, but you just don't know until they get out there and, and play against uh, a much more physical opponent than they've probably seen all season long. And a, a defense that you know is probably going to challenge them um, in, in a lot tougher manner than maybe any other defense that they've faced all season long. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of the best defenses that they face faced this year, and, and, and the list isn't too long, you know. And, and some of the teams that they have had closer games with have you know given up a lot of points to other opponents. So I think Carroll is going to be tested. Um, I think Jimmy Selvin's probably going to see a lot of different looks that he hasn't seen all season long. Maybe, you know, might struggle um, for the first time this year um, just because I think that he's going to be facing maybe a little bit more pressure um, and than any that he has in the past, um, you know, nine games this year.
3: Bryce, it's the maybe the easiest matchup for an area 6A team when we talk Carroll and Penn tomorrow because Northrop has to host Fishers. Mm-hmm. and Homestead has to go down and face the number one t- team in 6A in Hamilton Southeastern. And and I said earlier today, Homestead could go down to Hamilton Southeastern, play its best game by far of the year, and still lose by, like, 25 points.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's it's, just... It's depressing, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, I I, I you, when you think about it, the teams that didn't play last week, the teams 5A uh, and 6A, you know, realistically, we could have two area teams left after this week. We could have Northside who takes on an Anderson team that is very beetle, and then the winner of, of Bishop, Bringer, and Snyder, and then all the class, class 6A teams could you know, easily lose tomorrow. I mean, it, we could be, you know, and this is usually a, a big week um, when a lot of teams, a lot of area teams get eliminated, whether it's by playing another area team or a team that's out of the area that's just a, a lot better or a little better than they are. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for Homestead, it's just we haven't really seen them well, we've we've seen probably their their best ball at times you know we know what they can do at on offense we saw what they could do against a, a Wayne team but we know how how poor they are on on defense on, on defense and and it just feels like homestead is going to be way overmatched it's you know the situations that we've talked about many times when you know maybe the the schedule change happens next year that these teams just are punched in the mouth at this time of the year early on get down two scores and then they're just Scratching and clawing just to make it a, a reasonable game by the end of it, and and this feels like this could be a game um, that could get out of hand pretty quickly if if Homestead even is clicking on offense um, because they do have a lot of firepower, uh, but but I think that defense has just been you know very porous at, at times this year and and has a lot of allowed a lot of big plays to a lot of a lot of teams that are going to be that are that are a lot lesser than Hamilton Southeastern who has faced you know some of the best competition. Um, in, in the entire state, and that has held up pretty well.
3: And, and that's really the, the crux of the issue, and, and people will kind of listen to, to this show and even some of the prognosticators around town, and, man, how, how are you picking against a, an undefeated Carroll team? And it's just the level of 6A football elsewhere in the state is just so, so tremendous. And you look at HSE 9-0 and at the schedule they play, Cathedral up there, Brownsburg has only lost to Hamilton Southeastern, Center Grove, people saying, oh, whole, uh, Indy area is down, while Carmel and Ben Davis and, and Fishers and Warren Central, I mean, Warren Central has five losses, and they're still ranked in the AP poll to enter the postseason. It's just <laughs> yeah. it's amazing that the level of football that we see in 6A, It people will say it's unfair. You can argue that. But quite frankly, this area isn't where it needs to be in 6A football. The hope is they can get there. Maybe Carroll can make a point tomorrow night against Penn. But it's absolute murder to get even to state finals, let alone to to win it. Hopefully, the move to non-conference games next year for the SAC will help that a little bit. But like casual fans of high school football, just don't understand how crazy 6A is in the state.
4: No, I'm I'm hopeful every single year, you know, that you know one of these you know teams um, can go down to a Westfield or you know a Zionsville and, and win. But it, the reality is, more often than not, they don't because the competition is just a, a, a whole another level. It's raised up a, a notch, and the competition that they face in week in and week out is is so much more tougher than you know than what the, they face up here in the SAC. I mean, that's just the the reality of it. I mean, it's you know it's apples and oranges. It's college football and high school, but it's like the SEC, you know, SEC and and the MIC and then HCC down there. Just on those of level, and the you know, SAC is probably like you know, the, the big 12 or, or the big 10 on or the big 10 West, let's say, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe, maybe not that bad, but, but still it's, you, you just have, you know, it's just a whole another level that when these face teams face off each other, that they just look outmatched. Um, and, and it's confusing because, you know, they, they won seven to nine games in the regular season. You know, like how could they play this poorly? Well, it's because the competition that they beat up on isn't really that good.
3: Bryce Vance joining us from outside the huddle.net, as he does every Thursday at 6 o'clock. And a team that uh, wants to move past the regular season, Bishop DeWenger, at least with their matchup with Snyder, they were able to do that last year and pulled off a very convincing win in the sectional championship game for their fifth consecutive sectional title. Bishop DeWenger will host <laughs> Snyder tomorrow. What should we expect in this one? Does Bishop DeWenger have what it takes to to do it again to the Panthers?
4: I don't think so. Uh, I think Bishop Linger's offense has just not been, to, I think, the level that they wanted to be at, uh, more aware it was in, in years past. Um, you know, their leading rusher, Tobias Tittman, only has, you know, 375 yards this year. They've just kind of lacked a consistent game um, rushing attack, and they, you know, had a had change of quarterback, which kind of, you know, threw them off a little bit this year. Um, and then I think with, with Snyder, I think that they have, you know, played some of their best ball down the stretch, um, you know, and, and I think that we saw in, in the matchup, you know, just a, hand, a couple of weeks ago that, you know, Snyder was able to really hold them down, um, hold them, you know, around 200 yards of total offense, really didn't allow them to do anything. Um, so unless some, you know, drastic change comes to this doing our offense um, in, in the next, you know, 24 hours, I don't, I don't see, doing being able to you know keep this game within within 10 just the way the last you know get the last game played out a couple of weeks ago and, and you know they could bring in some motivation off that loss but i still think snyder just has uh, you know too much um firepower on offense you know with luke hopper and and you know as a couple of running backs that they you know like to trot out there i think they just have much more firepower than what duanger brings to the table
3: bryce leo and east noble this one's always fun because it never seems to go with what happens in the regular season. And right. earlier this year, Leo East Noble, great game. East Noble falls by seven. Man, I look at this matchup tomorrow. I see what the Knights did last week on the road, and I see how Leo struggled against Southside. Am I wrong to say that maybe Eastside has, or excuse me, East Noble has the edge here tomorrow?
4: Um, I, I would say they probably have a slight edge, um, just because I think that East Noble's run rushing attack, you know, with you don't really know who you're going to get. You're going to get Tyson Reinbold. Maybe you're going to get Michael Mosley or you're going to get Dylan Crow. I mean, those three guys are all different and bring all something different to the table. Michael Mosley had a heck of a game last week that I don't think really anybody expected him to have. Um, and, and they you know, really shut down an angle offense in the second half that was rolling in the first half. So whatever adjustments they made at halftime were, were fantastic. Um, and then, you know, Leo struggles with a, with a winless Southside team last week was, was a little concerning. That game was probably closer than, than it should have been, you know, but turnovers and, and, and Leo's defense, you know, kept them, you know, kept their heads above water. Um, so I, I don't think at this point when you're playing a, a program that's a, the caliber of, or the quality of East Noble, I don't think you can just keep your head above water. You're going to have to come out and actually, you know, punch this team in, in the mouth so to speak, and, and actually, you know, take it to them, um, and then they could, you know, because this has kind of turned into a, a rivalry game over the last handful of years as, as these teams have played each other more often than not. So, yeah, I expect a, another great game uh, tomorrow, just because these two these two teams know each, each other so well, um, and that, and even though it's the, the change at a head coach for one program, I don't think any of that, you know, takes any of that away.
3: Bryce, last week we had wayne give columbia city a really good game we no. had Southside hang around leo so no. ne8 versus sac at least the bottom teams in the sac against towards the top of the SA, of the ne8 a couple really good games tomorrow we have norwell going to concordia that is a top level ne8 team against a team that was toward the bottom of the sac could this game be a game to watch at, at uh at at uh, zollner stadium tomorrow I think for a half,
4: um, just because I, I, what Norwell, I did, you know, they had a slow start last week. Um, but I, but the way that they turned it on in that second half, you know, really kind of showed me that maybe this team is, is more focused um, after the loss to Columbia City in week nine. You know, that they, you know, maybe weren't taking heritage too seriously. Um, and, and and it was just, you know, kind of going through the motions a little bit. You know, maybe just some things weren't working out, but then to really pour it on in that second half, I think this team is, you know, off to a slow start this time around. You know, the cadets are, are more than capable of keeping this game close um, for, for, you know, deep into the second half, you know, with, with some of the, the firepower that they have on offense, you know, especially out wide. Um, and it just feels like that they might have, some of the size to handle Norwell for for a little bit but I think overall I think that Norwell should take over in this game um if if not late in the second quarter or or in sometime in the third
3: Bryce are we on a collision course course with Bishop Lures and Eastside or could Cherubusco make it interesting against the Knights
4: um this is the game I'm going to be at tomorrow um I'm, I'm hopeful just for for my sake that Busco does keep it close because I've seen Busco get blown out uh, two times uh, so far this year. Paul State said you're
3: not welcome tomorrow after saying. Well,
4: well, I'm going there just for the pork burgers. (laughs) So um, it it all depends on the rushing attack of of chair Busco. Um, Can they keep chains moving? Can Wyatt Marks can Riley Burrough keep the ball moving? Keep the keep the ball um, away from a Lewis team that isn't as high powered as it has been in the years past, but is still very capable of, of breaking off some big plays with Nick Thompson Um, So it it, it feels like that, you know, once these area teams outside of Eastside, you know, the last handful of years, whether it's a a West Noble or what Prairie Heights saw last night or or Central Noble has seen in years past that the speed from lures just becomes too much, um, not only in on offense, um, but in the special teams, you know, with kickoff returns, punt returns, you know, they put those guys back there and and they make big plays. Um, So it's it's going to be. And interesting to see if, if Busco can handle um, some of that speed on the defensive side. I'm, I'm not so sure that they can. That's why they need to keep the ball out of lures hands on offense. And so it's all about that rushing attack and keeping the chains moving for Busco and sustaining long drives um, to keep their, the, this game close. Um, but I, I, I do think that Lourdes' speed will, will probably ultimately take over eventually. Um, but I do think Busco will be more competitive um, than they've than they shown in my previous two uh, viewings of them
3: price after you know a couple of years ago 2019 a dominant south adams team uh owned adam central in the regular season then got beat in the regional round by the flying jets these two teams match up tomorrow in sectional play adam central looking like the runaway favorite in the north to make the class a championship could south adams do enough on both sides of the football and all three facets of the game to potentially turn the tables and and get this win or is ac just too strong
4: i think ac is way too strong um i mean in the first time these two teams match yes south adams you know put up 20 points in this game um but they're going to need to put up a whole lot more and that's you know putting a lot on Owen Wiener, um to do a a lot more um than he's capable of maybe but i mean he is you know a, a very special talent um and and has a lot of weapons at disposal as well but on the defensive side, South Adams gave up, you know, almost 500 yards of rushing the last two times. Last time these two teams faced a handful of weeks ago, um, that rushing attack for Adams Central is is uh, just way too strong. You know, with Keegan Bloom, you know, Ryan Tester doing it um, as well. Uh, so, it, and it just feels like this this team is is poised to do special things. It's it's hard to see and getting anybody getting in Adams Central's way. Um, and I, I don't think it's South Adams tomorrow night.
3: Bryce, it's been a pleasure. Have fun getting some pork burgers tomorrow, and if it goes south for Cherubusco, stay away from Paul Said. He will blame you.
4: (laughs) I I will. I will stay out of his direction for sure, but I will enjoy not just one pork burger, maybe two, and we'll see if I can slip in a
3: third. (laughs) All right, buddy. Appreciate it. That was Bryce Vance of OutsideTheHuddle.net here joining us on the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. Going to take a break. Coach Jason Garrett, Bishop Dwanger Saints will join us after the break. We'll come back here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
5: If you've got joint pain and you haven't checked out QC Kinetics, you're missing out on what it's doing for people here. It's nothing short of amazing. Hey, it's Mike Rags. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids and pain meds and surgery are the only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis. ...and been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give you your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 260-333-9383. That's 260-333-9383. That's QC Kinetics. 260-333-9383.
6: If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS.
2: This is the Hoopie Insurance Service's High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to the sectional semifinal edition of the High School Coaches Show. I'm Justin Penny. Here till the top of the hour at 7 o'clock, we'll make way for the Marcus Freeman Show. The head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish will recap the win over UNLV and the game coming up at high noon on Saturday at Syracuse against the one-loss Orange, who are looking to bounce back after letting a double-digit lead slip away in the fourth quarter last week at Clemson, a battle of undefeated teams. That will be a interesting game to watch coming up on Saturday as Notre Dame tries to make it two straight and Syracuse tries to get back on the winning track. Dino Babers doing a tremendous job this season. With the orange, but before college football on Saturday, we have high school football coming up tomorrow in one of the premier games in the area, premier rivalries in the entire state: Snyder versus Dewanger. They'll face off at Shields Field tomorrow. Head coach of the Bishop Dewanger Saints, Coach Jason Garrett. Coach, how are you? Great. How are you? Not bad, Coach. And you had a week off. I'm sure you you just gave the team off the entire week <laughs> and and relaxed and and now back to work, right?
7: Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah not quite yeah
3: (laughs) so how do you approach uh, a bye week every team's different every year's different what was the approach this year with your guys
7: yeah thanks for asking i mean i think we've learned you know since we've uh, been in five a a's be our fourth go at it that you know it's it's a back to basics for us you know it gives us an opportunity to really pause and you know look at some of the things that that we need to improve on and get guys healthy and kind of reset things and um so that's what we do. I mean, I think we did a nice job of that, you know, got back into just the blocking and tackling and, and you know, assignments and schematics and uh, had a great week. It was great energy last week. We always end with a little service that we do together um, for the 40 days for life, and uh, it's kind of a, a team bonding thing that we get back to. We do a lot of that during the summer. And then, uh, you know, a normal week now uh, in preparation for Friday night.
3: Coach, you make a good point about getting back to basics between the off-season and you have limited time, and then the, the the preseason you have limited time and limited times you can be in in full pads. And once you get into the season, you're you're more doing prep work and scout work than than fundamentals. How big is it to be able to strip stuff down? Okay, we're going to work on tackling and we're going to work on reads and and all of that, kind of getting down to the basics without preparing for a specific opponent.
7: Yeah, I mean it's absolutely you know crucial i mean you hit it on the head i mean sometimes we we even forget ourselves i mean on a normal week you might have you know let's say you have 30 minutes a day for offense or however you break up your schedule i mean by the time you're rolling into friday you know you've been trying to work on a new scheme for for, you know two hours
3: you know (laughs) yeah
7: um so yeah i mean it's crucial so you're you're breaking down film you're breaking down things we're still looking at you know personnel combinations and and different things and uh you know, we've, we've grown to really appreciate it. You know, in 4A, you're, you're rolling right into a game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of stay the same mode, and you don't have a moment to, to kind of pause and, and kind of put pieces back together, if you will. So, we've been blessed with it. I think it's been a good thing for us. I feel like we've gotten better at it each year, um, you know, in 5A being our fourth time at it, so.
3: Coach, when you look at, at the quarterback spot, when Sam went down, and we all thought, man, what a tremendous hit. Now you got to put in a, a sophomore with very limited experience. But it seems like with every passing week, Braxton Burmess has looked more and more comfortable. What was the approach with him when he was thrust into the lineup? Did you have to kind of <laughs> stage back the, the, the calls a little bit, or has he been able to jump into the deep end, so to speak?
7: Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, he, he's, he's a great kid. He, you know, he was kind of running our two minute O back then uh, already week four you know uh, into week five when uh, sam got hurt and you know he's, he's a varsity baseball guy so you know a lot of moxie i think he's got a lot of poise and you know was just thrown into a you know you look at that you know late late first half second half and you know we we kind of had to make some decisions in the carroll game just let him cut it loose knowing that they knew we were passing and the, the score was lopsided and just to kind of get him used to the lights he did a great job of that we he played well against uh you know concordia and lures and and then uh you know Owen zimmerman came along finally we finally had a backup to that point we really didn't have a number a number <laughs> two which was really our number three and so those two guys you know did a nice job um you know through the Northwood game and um i don't know that it's uh you know a hidden secret anymore but we've had a Kind of a miracle happened over in the last uh, week and a half or so, and uh, there's a really good chance that uh, Sam might be with us tomorrow night. Uh, awesome. And uh, So there's been quite a bit of uh, change and uh, things, kind of adjustments that we've had to make in the last couple of weeks with, with that. So uh, quarterback situation is kind of in an interesting place right now.
3: Coach Jason Garrett, Bishop Dwenger Saints, joining us here on the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. And, Coach, somebody that I wanted to talk to you about, ask you about Robert Pelkington, who's been just a phenomenal player, yet outside backer, and being able to be used in a variety of ways. Just another one of those Bishop Dwenger kids that, you know, as a senior, breaks out and, and performs well. And, and everybody with Dwenger said, yeah, we knew it was going to happen. He just needed an opportunity, and, and Pelkington's making the most of it as a senior.
7: Yeah, he just—I mean, you just talk about certain kids like him, and you say he's just a football player. I mean, he's—he's he's something else. You, you know, as an outside linebacker, I mean, making plays and you know leading the team in tackles and doing the things that he did. And you know, it was great that he was honored in, in the conference voting. Uh, I think people understood what he's able to do defensively, and, and uh, that just keeps expanding. And you know, with our defense and our philosophy, I mean, he fits that mold really well, and um, couldn't be a be prouder and could be thankful i mean just a great young man flies around um making checks doing things that, that we need those guys to do so definitely they become a great defensive leader for us
3: coach last year week eight you lose to snyder by double digits you come back beat him in the playoffs this year you lose to snyder week eight by double digits and you get him tomorrow how, how do you approach it because i'm sure you're 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 mentioning to your kids this is a different season but also look at the opportunity we have that we were able to take advantage of last year. You guys have the exact same opportunity tomorrow.
7: Yeah. Amen. I mean, there's a lot of similarities when you, when you kind of lay it out that way. You know, I think for us uh, it's the same message right, wrong or indifferent. It's proven to be very good for us. The the tradition here, um, the way we look at the regular season, the process um, allowing adversity to, to uh, galvanize and, and build and, you know, we look at the Snyder game, and we flat out just did not play well. We made some mistakes. You know, you take a couple plays away, you know, going for it on fourth down, um, short field, they score. You know, you look up, and it's 28-0, and it doesn't it doesn't really feel 28-0. So, you know, there's a lot that we try to do uh, with the guys to, to keep them motivated and see the big picture. And, uh, you know, let's fix the mistakes. We've got to reduce penalties. Uh, we certainly got to play physical. Uh, we got to honor their speed and the things they do schematically. Uh, but from from a standpoint of tradition and and who our kids are and who our alumni are, uh, you know, the, the kids know how to respond to adversity. And uh, you know, I think they're going to be ready to go tomorrow night. We'll see what happens.
3: Yeah, coach. People see that 28-0, but that was a one-score game for the majority of that game. So a lot closer than the final score indicated uh, definitely but coach what's this one come down to tomorrow night Snyder to Wenger, it's it's a treat now we get this in the postseason I don't necessarily maybe believe that the coaches think it's a treat necessarily but <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what's the key tomorrow night
7: well I, I think number one um, their team speed is is outstanding um, you know on both sides of the ball and in particular one that's maybe not talked a lot about is in their special teams and they do some great things in the kicking game uh, in their return game, especially. You know, we have got to uh, you know make sure that, that they don't have big explosive plays. I think that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, we got to win the, the battle in the trenches. it goes without saying. Uh, we've got to match uh, their physicality. Uh, we take pride in our physicality. It's got to be one in the trenches. Uh, obviously we' got to execute. Uh, we've had a lot of red zone, uh, trips this year that have not ended in, in points, uh, be it penalties or, or just mixed on that the last, you know, two weeks, especially, uh, and then play just sound defense uh, with a three-year starter for them. Uh, you know, they're making checks at the line. They want to run the ball It starts there for them. They execute their passing game. Well, so we got to be gap sound um, and we got to make sure we hit our marks and uh, play physical and fast. And, and if we do that and win the turnover battle, uh, put those things
3: together. I think we got a great shot. Coach, it is always a pleasure. I appreciate you joining us. Good luck tomorrow night. And it should be a fun one out at Shields Field. <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you, guys. All right, buddy. All right. That was Coach Jason Garrett, head coach of the Bishop Dwenger Saints. And, yeah, how do you balance that? Because you want your kids to tap into that energy and that play that was last year when you beat up on Snyder 42-20. to 20. In the playoffs, you want to remind them about it. You, you want to remind them the fact that you can do it after losing to Snyder in the regular season. But you also need to hammer in their heads that this is a different year. You have a similar opportunity, but a different year. And Snyder now has a huge bullseye on its back, being ranked the number one team in Class 5A in both polls entering the postseason. So can Bishop DeWanger do it again, beat Snyder? After losing to them just a few weeks before in the regular season, we'll find out. Tomorrow night, seven o'clock tip off, excuse me, kickoff, not to basketball quite yet. Seven o'clock kickoff at Shields Field, Snyder and Wenger. Another big one coming up tomorrow. Another big rivalry. Adams Central, South Adams, the Battle of Adams County. You could say a lot about this game, the history, the recent history about what's going on between these two. We're going to talk all about it when we come back. Coach Grant Mosier, South Adams Starfires, will join us after the break. You are listening to the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services, here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM.
0: Life insurance, while a sensitive topic, is a vital part of smart financial planning, particularly for parents. For a minimal cost, a life insurance policy can provide a means to guarantee that the people who depend on you will be taken care of in the future. Talk to Matt and the team at Hoopie Insurance Services about obtaining coverage to ease your worries and secure financial stability for those closest to you. For over three decades, Hoopie Insurance Services has been helping people just like you get the right life insurance coverage for a cost that fits their budget remember a difficult conversation today could mean peace of mind tomorrow find comfort in the experienced and knowledgeable staff of local agents at poopy insurance services call 486-7488 that's 486-7488 or visit them on the web at h-u-p-e-insurance.com poopy insurance their family serving your family for over 40 years
5: I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that
6: I received. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying.
5: The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up, explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service.
6: Your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning
2: dealer. Gibson's Heating.com. Now back to the Hoopie Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Sectional semifinal edition of the High School Coaches Show here, presented by Hoopie Insurance Services, 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. I am Justin Kenny here until the top of the hour. We'll make way for. The Marcus Freeman Show at the top of the hour. Head, head coach of Notre Dame will talk UNLV. Also talk the big matchup coming up against Syracuse at high noon on Saturday. After that, we'll make way for Thursday night football. It will be Ravens and Bucks from Tampa tonight. So an evening full of football talk here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. We're continuing now. We're talking some 1A football. With our buddy from Burn, Mr. Grant Mosier of South Adams. Coach, how are you?
8: What's up, Kenny? How you doing, man?
3: Oh, we're living the dream here. And, Coach, you're coming off four straight dubs. You got a win over Fremont last week. It's been a couple back-to-back dominant wins for you. How are you feeling about your group? Haven't lost since you were knocked off by AC in Week 6.
9: Yeah, we're playing well. Um, obviously, Southern Wells and Fremont aren't Adams Central. Uh, but we've. They, we matured and were professional and, and took care of business against those those teams were better than uh, different animal tomorrow but uh, exciting as always it's, and I'll, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face there's something different about small school football when you have uh, coaches from their hometown on both staffs you have uh, communities who just love their school love their program love their kids it's something special so. Uh, If you're looking for a game tomorrow night, Adams County, uh, Monroe will be the place to be. It'll be hopping. and There'll be uh, two ranked teams again. Um, We're the underdogs, obviously, something that our kids know we know. Um, But uh, we talked about this, even. We're we're an upset away from a chance to go. uh, When you look down the road a little bit, um, kind of favorable matchups, maybe in the sectional final and and then even regional to make it run to semi-state. So upset away from uh, doing something pretty special here. So our kids know that, and we're excited.
3: Coach had a text came in. I, I think it may have been your brother saying that he's taking uh, Adam Central going away in this one. But to you, to me, I look back a couple of years ago, 2019, you were an undefeated team heading into a matchup with Adam Central. You had the, you had beaten them in the regular season and AC's able to clip you in a big moment in a year that we looked at, at you guys maybe making a run. It, it was a year early. You went to state in 2020. But do you remind your kids about 2019, Any Because it seems like the roles could potentially be reversed tomorrow night.
9: We talked about that. We talked about – so we've been on both sides of that. If you go back to, to last year even, we knocked out the number two team in the state in round two. Minerva Central was 10-0, had beaten us by 20 points earlier in the year. Obviously, the weather helped us a little bit there, but, I mean, it's still a, an upset there. You go back to 2016 where we lost the number one team. They were 11-0 at the time, Woodland. Uh, way way better team than we were in 20 in 2016, and we hung around, hung around, and made a play at the end to win the game. So we've done it before, so we know what the kind of the, the formula it takes. Obviously, the 2019 is on the other side of that too, where the the thing is you got to be hang around enough where the doubt starts to creep in on, on the favorites' minds. So we got to hang around the first half. And they start to think, is this really going to happen? We're going to get upset by South Adams. How horrible is that going to be if our if our if our rival. Uh, back and beats us here and we're supposed to go to state. And they are. They're, they're the favorite in the 1A North, no question about it. I think anyone you ask would know that. Um, so that's, that's the goal for us is to throw everything we have at them. Right now we're working on onside site kicks, fake punts, uh, 19 trick plays. <laughs> I'm safe obviously. But it, it, it's just about trying to get doubt into their mind. Um, cause it, it, obviously, I know for 2019, it's a horrible, horrible feeling when you're the favorite and you lose to a county rival. Um, so we just got to be able to uh, um, just stick around and, and – keep putting pressure on them, so they start to have a little bit of doubt um, in their minds.
3: Yeah, Coach, you bring up a great point. How important is the opening five, six, eight minutes tomorrow night?
9: Huge, and, and we're, we're a no-huddle, hurry-up team. Uh, we try to snap the ball in 11 seconds, which is really good against some teams. You saw the last two weeks, but that's probably not what we're going to do tomorrow night because we want to try and keep AC off and feel the best we can. Um, it's going to be offensively for us, our pass game against their pass rush. They have uh, obviously uh, Cam Smith, their starting corner suffered a whole broken leg last week, so they're going to have, going to have a new uh, defensive back who has not played varsity at all, so we're going to have to try and, and take advantage of that a little bit. I'm sure they'll have him, a little help over him, or at least quarterback, or shake whoever they put this new new player. Um, they're going to bring fresh like they always do, so it's our offensive line trying to give Owen one a time, and Owen making plays. to Some of our good receivers, Brady Beal, Silas Loshi, Musselman. We have playmakers, so it's going to be, we're not going to take shots, we're we'll going to take some, but we're going to try and, uh, get the ball out quick and give Owen time. up. Owen needs his legs a little bit. Owen knows his progression is one, two. If it's not there, get, get going and run the ball. Um, the the big question mark. AC is so stinking good offensively, and, and it's not their it's, it's their fundamentals. It's what don't talk about. They're so good at blocking. Their blocking schemes are so well thought out. They only have five or six plays they run, but they block so well. Um, it's the fundamentals they do since they're young, and it's something that I'm, I'm jealous of and something we're trying to get to as far as blocking goes. But they block so well. They don't they don't hold very often. Uh, they don't, they don't get, well, guys get off blocks. So we got to find a way to slow that run game down because they go four yards, five yards to carry, and you're, they get them in third, in third and one. They're going to get a first down. So you have to find a way to get a tackle for loss on on first or second down. And we have some, some, we do have some creative things. Defensive, we're going to try a little bit. Um, but again, that's that's the that's the key. To this game is trying to not let them just run down your throat, which just, no one's been able to do in the last on how many years. So easier said than done.
3: Coach Grant Mosier, South Adams Starfire, is joining us here at the High School Coaches Show. Coach, how much can you take from from the first matchup, regular season matchup? Do you, do you throw it out? Do you? At, you guys know so much about each other now. There's no secrets here. But how much can you take out of that Week Six game?
9: We spent a lot of time watching that this week. Um, we, we liked what we did offensively. We scored three touchdowns. I, I think we have to score more than that tomorrow if we're going to win. Um, I think the goal for us is trying to score. Is trying to score five touchdowns. try and hold them under five, which is. Again, a tall task on both sides of the ball because they haven't given up, they haven't given up 35 all year. Now they scored less than 35, maybe once to the east side this year. That's about it. Um, so that's kind of the uh, the goal we have both sides of the ball is trying for that five-touchdown mark. And, again, that's we've only scored more than 35 points since I've been here on A.C. one time. Um, that was back in 2019 regular season. Um, so it's easy, easier said than done once again. But it, it is fun to be a part of. We know each other so well now. We play all the time. The, the communities know each other well. Uh, I love uh, Keegan Blue, man. He, he's an awesome kid. Uh, I got to talk to him after the game the first time I played them, and obviously huge rivals. I don't have a, a ton of love in my heart for A.C., and that's just growing up in South Adams. But <laughs> that, that kid's awesome, man. He, he's a kid full of character, easy to talk to, and so he's he's the one to root for for Adams Central. Um, but it, it's just a fun part to be. Fun, it's awesome that, and you say it all the time, listen, to you, you say all the time, but six miles apart, and we have two ranked teams every year. Uh, pre- pretty cool to be able to be a part of that here in Adams County.
3: Yeah, definitely is. Coach, you mentioned it in terms of keys tomorrow. We can talk about the offense and Owen Warner and all the playmakers you have, but who needs to have Herculean games defensively for you guys to be able to contain Adam Central, keep this one close?
9: Love that question. I think it's got to be our D.N. They, they run They run that quarterback keep with Ryan Black that, that no one can stop because they run bloom, 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 and then he, he pulls it and, and keeps, uh, keeps the ball around the outside. So our D.N.s and, and Dylan Ramirez and Clayton Trous and Gavin Myers has to do an incredible job just being disciplined. Um, and then we're going to send different looks at them with our linebackers. Our, our linebackers have been good all year. Brady Beal, Matt Somerset's been a stud, and Connor Spear. Those three guys have, have a huge, huge uh, night as well. Um, but we got, we got to, so we got, we got to win those one-on-battles. Which their line is very fundamental. They're big. They're, they're way bigger than we are. Uh, Worms probably one of the uh, best linemen in the area, definitely in the state in 1A. Um, so it's again win those battles. But our linebackers are in a big game. Our defense is in.
3: In a way, this is—I don't like the fact that you guys are both the same sectional now. We got used to this being a regional matchup.
9: Yeah, me either. Tell you what, me either but that. <laughs> that is, what it is and I told our kids—I told our kids last night. Hey, everyone on this field right now has never not been a part of a team that hasn't won a sectional. Because our, our seniors have won the last three years, our juniors have won obviously last uh, two years have been a part of one, our sophomores have won the year. We won three straight sectionals. Uh, so that's kind of what we've been used to now. We haven't had AC in our sectional those three years. We had to go through Mineral Central. Um, but that's still, our, I mean, there's something about when you're used to winning that you just, just you want to win. Obviously, you're hungry for that, and it kind of it becomes natural. So that's still something that we want to talk about. Hey, we won three straight. Let's, why, why not go for another one? Just because it's AC and they're supposed to beat us by 30 points. Why not go out there and have fun doing it? And I'm gonna have fun tomorrow. I love, I love calling uh, offense, even though I'm not great at it. As you tell me many times when he talks to me and text me on Saturdays. <laughs> and some other, some, some other people tell me that as well but I have a lot of fun doing it man especially when you can go out in a, in a spread offense and try and just uh, pick your matchups so it's, it's a lot of fun to be a part of so I'm excited for tomorrow night man.
3: When you take on a dominant team sometimes opponents are beat before they even take the field or going through warm ups. How important uh, there's no doubt that South Adams your group is going to be confident tomorrow night how important is confidence in a game like this? I
9: love that you're absolutely right. There's so many times where you're gonna play a team like AC, and, and guys are going to be like, "Well, we're gonna lose, so why?" And we appreciate we that too. We're not, we're not ready. I don't. Want, I've been a part of teams as a player where guys are like, "Well, I'm ready for basketball. I'm ready to get inside this court. I'm ready for wrestling season." And, and I don't see that from our guys. They want to keep playing. We play, like I said, we played in four, we played four weeks into the into the playoffs the last three years, four weeks plus. Um, so we, I don't know if confidence is necessarily the key. I think we're confident we can do things if we, if we do things the right way. Um, but again, that's gonna take executing and and being a big part of our kids, just believing that we can hang around. I don't, I don't think anyone here thinks they can come out and, and beat them by three touchdowns and like that, obviously. But I think we do have some belief we can hang around at least early on. And like I said, then some of that doubt creeps in, maybe some mistakes happen on their side. Um, that's when you can see something really special. And I told them that would be something really special. I told them, I told them again, this is a, dry, a little bit ago, I told them this would be your best memory in high school. Um, I'm talking outside of athletics even probably. It's going to be if you knock off the team that's supposed to go to state, who's your rival, uh, in sectional it's going to be your best memory you have in high school Especially as a, a senior or junior So that's what we're looking at is a, a, What an opportunity to be able to do this And uh, send the Jets home so that's what we're looking at
3: Can't wait brother appreciate the time Thanks a lot good luck tomorrow Should be another dandy between two Adams County rivals man.
9: Hey real quick I got 10 bucks tonight Bucks or Ravens who am I putting it on uh,
3: You got to think the bucks bounce back right Two straight losses at home uh, Tom Brady's what 56 now <laughs> it Seems like I think he had two birthdays since we started talking <laughs> Always <laughs> well, good talking to you. Thanks for having me on, Kenny. All right, buddy. That was Grant Mosier, head coach of uh, the South Adams Starfires and always a clown. Yeah, I haven't made my bets tonight, but I, I'm, I'm thinking Buccaneers. They don't lose three straight, right? You don't think so, but then again, who had the Buccaneers three and four at this point? Ravens, Bucks. you can listen to it tonight after the Marcus Freeman show. 8 o'clock coverage will start 8.15, kickoff. But we're not done until talk. Garrett Railroaders and head coach of the Railroaders, Mr. Chris Depew, And we'll talk about his season, bouncing back after a a sluggish start and the road matchup with Yorktown tomorrow. All of that when we come back here on the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services, 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM.
10: This is Matt Hoopy of Hoopy Insurance Services, and I want you to think of me as your personal shopper for all of your insurance needs. As an independent agent, I can do the research and comparisons to find the right company and coverage that fits your needs, not just sell you a cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all policy from some of the national companies. Besides shopping price, I look for companies that put you first when it comes to filing a claim. With an independent agency like Hoopy Insurance Services, not only do we have dozens of options to find the right policy that meets your needs. We work with companies that deliver service when you need them most. And you always have an advocate that isn't an employee of the company, but has leverage with the company to help you have a stress-free experience. Before you renew or if you have new insurance needs, let's talk about the differences. Contact me, Matt Hoopie at Hoopie Insurance. We represent you. That's why we say our family is serving your family since 1981.
5: Prescription products require an online consultation with a health provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restriction supply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund
11: available for 60 days after purchase. Guys, did you know Sildenafil doesn't just treat ED? It can also help you last longer again. That's right. The generic medication that costs 90% less than brand name Viagra is prescribed to treat ED and help guys get their old bedroom endurance back. And it's now available 100% online through Hims. Just go to 4hims.com slash perfect to get started today for free. HIMS can connect you with a licensed health care provider who can prescribe medication if appropriate and have it shipped to your door in discreet packaging. No copays and no in-person appointments necessary. It's never been more convenient to treat ED and reclaim your bedroom endurance. Head to 4 slash perfect to start your online visit for free. That's 4 slash perfect to get started free. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash P-E-R-F-E-C-T.
6: 1380 The Fan is looking for our next all-star advertising account executive. Do you have what it takes to join The Fan? Text RADIO to 46862 right now. Text RADIO to 46862. Are you passionate about doing your best, working harder than everyone else, and you want the rewards that come with a sales career with The Fan? I'm talking real money, including a $5,000 sign-on bonus if you're good enough to sell advertising on Sports Talk 1380 The Fan. Do you have the sales experience in retail, customer service, or business sales? You could be the one advertising sales all-star we hire. Text RADIO to 46862. We invest in you before you start on the job when you take our free sales talent assessment. Text RADIO to 46862. Our advertising sales reps enjoy flexible pay time off, a work-life balance that your friends will envy, and all the usual benefits. Someone's going to get a $5,000 sign-on bonus and an all-star career on the fans' advertising sales team. Will it be you? Federated Media, an equal opportunity employer. Get the latest knife info from one of the country's premium knife shops, Blade Man's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. There's a reason customers drive hours just to shop at Blade Man's in Fort Wayne. Hi, this is Mark, the owner of Blade Man's Knife Shop, and I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to see the area's best selection of quality knives. We have Benchmade, Spyderco, Microtech, Protech, Hogue, Zero Tolerance, Medford Knife and Tool, ADV Tactical, Tour Knives, and many more. We also have a great selection of custom knives. Can't get out to the store or prefer to shop online? Check out our great selection on blademansknifeshot.com. We pride ourselves on fast shipping because no one wants to wait weeks for their new knife. We update our online inventory daily so you know you're ordering in-stock product that will be shipped within one business day, and shipping is always free for orders over $100. So check us out on blademansknifeshot.com or stop by the store in the shops of Scout Road and have a cup of coffee on me. Be in the know and follow Blademans on Facebook and Instagram today. 10% discount to police and military, and now you can see the collection of shun knives, the finest in kitchen color,
2: available at Blademans Knife Shop in the shops of Scott Road. This is the Hoopie Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan
3: and 100.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone, to the sectional semifinal edition of the High School Coaches Show. I'm Justin Kenny here for a little bit longer. Top of the hour, Marcus Freeman Show, head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. We'll be in to talk his teams win over UNLV and prepping for Syracuse so listen to that at the top of the hour followed by Baltimore and Tampa Thursday night football coverage starts at 8 o'clock kickoff closer to around eight fifteen. but we're talking high school football here and plenty of high school football around the state tomorrow with sectional semifinals including down in Delaware County it'll be Yorktown hosting the Garrett Railroaders head coach of the Garrett Railroaders Mr. Chris Depew. coach how are you
8: fantastic thanks for asking
3: yes sir and as a coach ad combo how is it this time of year playoff time and getting into winter sports i imagine it's absolute chaos
8: uh it can be you know we host a girls uh, basketball scrimmage saturday morning so i'm gonna be pretty sleepy at it, no matter what <laughs> but uh road games are a lot easier to be honest you sure. know all you gotta worry about is coaching for the road games
3: there you go makes sense coach it was a rough start to the season, lost your first six games. Then you go to Fairfield and everyone said thought things would continue and you handle the Eagles in relatively easy fashion and that really kind of jump-started things. You sit now, three wins your last four, including last week. What was kind of the turnaround that, uh, that led to, to these three wins?
8: Well, probably a comb- combination of things. Uh, you know, we uh, went back to an under-center offense. Uh, A little bit more for me and my staff what we would consider the old offense or a little bit old school. Uh, More power run oriented and play action pass and, um, you know, not in a hurry to score, but we'll take it. Um, We're super young. This is by far the youngest varsity team I've ever coached who we have. uh, You know, tomorrow night we will start on defense five sophomores and two freshmen. So, I mean, uh, it's a it's a really young group. And so, you know, sometimes it takes some time uh, for them to grow up and understand what Friday night's about. And, and then, you know, really just a, a team that we had a lot of things that didn't go our way and it wasn't really all our fault early on. And, you know, think kinds of things that really suck the energy out of a team, especially a young one. So they've grown up and uh, recovered and playing a lot better now. And uh, we're pretty thankful for that.
3: And let's, let's be real. That first six games, it, it was a brutal schedule. AC, Decal, Busco, Lakeland, Eastside, West Noble. I mean, those are all quality teams that you guys had to play. And <laughs> at true. least quality, yeah. right? And the fact that your team, your young group, was able to stay engaged, not just throw up their hands and, and it's over, come back, and, and now be in a position where you're at is pretty impressive.
8: Yeah, it's a great testament to them. Uh, it's pretty easy when things are going bad to do just that. I'll you know, say let's move on. Uh, let's get ready. Let's get ready for winter. Let's pack it in and do something else. But yeah, these guys have, uh, you know, really gelled more. You know, you have seniors and sophomores have to learn how to get along differently. A lot of times, that's a couple of age groups that don't always have a lot in common. <laughs> so they. Uh, You know, they, and really our juniors are, uh, we we didn't have very many to begin with, and those are the ones that all got hurt. And so we really have no juniors on the field tomorrow night, to be honest. So, you know, getting some 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, and 18-year-olds to get on the same page is, uh, I guess that's what coaching is sometimes.
3: One of those sophomores that has had to step into a big role, sophomore Calder Hefty at quarterback, he's uh he's he's been pretty solid for you as a sophomore never easy to be thrust into that position how would you grade hefty's performance as a 10th grader at the varsity level
8: oh yeah he's he's uh he's probably about an a minus he's um very heady um smart kid a natural leader not a real big guy but he commands the huddle uh you know, the, the older kids will follow him as well, which is pretty important for that position. And he's uh, he's a football guy. Um, you know, we can look on Huddle, the account. You know, we all have to watch film. And, you know, every week he's the kid who's watched the most film. And he's got to do this playing uh, defense full-time as well. Sure. So, I mean, um, you know, most of my best quarterbacks uh, over time have also played defense. And, uh, you know, for us this year, it's a necessity. Uh, But he likes it, and he's really good at it, too. So um, we're super happy with him. He is a big part of why this has gotten better.
3: And any quarterback's best friend, particularly a young quarterback, is a great running back. And Robert Kosky has been, as advertised, a senior for you, over a 1,200-yard rusher, 14 touchdowns. I'm sure that offense revolves around, when in doubt, give it to Kosky.
8: Yeah, and uh, and they know it, and they, 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 you know, they relish in it. You know, we were joking today, at, you know, we're going down to play a spread team who's, you know, uh, playing amongst bigger schools in their conference. I mean, they play New Pal and Mount Vernon, you know, two of the best programs in the state at any level. And uh, they probably look at us on offense and say, you know, what is that archaic stuff? They don't see it. <laughs> Very much, you know. So uh, we kind of like the fact that maybe we're going to be something a little bit different. And so as we match up with them, uh, you know, sometimes that kind of offense allows you to play keep away and keep their offense off the field. And, and uh, you know, we've had a, quite a few times here in the last month, we've had seven or eight minute scoring drives, which I know is pretty frustrating, having been on the other side of that stuff before, too.
3: Sure. Coach, you mentioned going down to Yorktown, a spread team. They're going to challenge that young defense of yours. What are the keys tomorrow to keep this run going?
8: Well, we, you know, we can't do the same thing every down on defense. You know, uh, even though we're very young, you know, our five defensive backs will play tomorrow night. Will be four, four sophomores and a freshman. So, you know, they they've had to learn on the fly this year and how to how to uh, adjust and, and run more than one coverage, you know, so we'll have to do that. Um, tackle on space for sure. Uh, pursue very well. You know, we got to have 11 guys running to the ball, whether it's in the backfield or thrown downfield. Then offensively, take care of the ball and try to do it the way we have been doing it. And, uh, you know, if we could put a couple of long scoring drives together, uh, that's a good way to limit the other team's offense for sure.
3: Coach, I appreciate the time. Thanks a lot. Um, you can come over and mow my grass tomorrow <laughs> before the game. I know you'll have plenty of time. You know, yeah, I might have some energy for it, but <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right, brother, appreciate the time. Good luck tomorrow night. Good talking to you. Thank you. All right, buddy. That was Chris DePue, head coach of the Garrett Railroaders, joining us here. His team heads to Yorktown tomorrow night. A phenomenal bounce-back season for Garrett after starting the year 0-6, facing some adversity on the field, off the field, and for a young group to come together and get what was a very impressive win at Fairfield. They played tough against Angola after that a week later, and then back-to-back wins over Central Noble and Belmont to now be in a position in the sectional semifinal to take on Yorktown. And at this point in the season, who knows? We saw a Belmont team that went winless several years ago get all the way to the sectional championship game. So crazier things have happened. We'll see if the Railroaders can keep it up tomorrow night At Yorktown. That's going to do it for us here this evening on the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to our guests, Bryce Vance of OutsideTheHuddle.net, Coach Jason Garrett, Bishop DeWanger Saints, Grant Mosher, couldn't find anybody else. We went with Mosher at the bottom of the hour, head coach of the South Adams Starfires, and wrapped it up with Krista Pugh, head man and athletic director at Garrett High School. That's enough for us. Coming up tomorrow... be Caleb and Kenny in the morning, 7 to 9, followed by the Sports Rush 4 to 6, followed by the Parkview Sports Medicine High School football tailgate pregame show, and then live from Cherubusco to be with Bishop Lewers, Knights, and the Cherubusco Eagles, Brett Rump and Shannon Griffith on the call with all the action from Turtle Town. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next, next Thursday to preview some sectional championship games. Talk to you then for... Everybody here at 1380 The Fan. My name is Justin Kenny. This has been the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services, on 1380.
2: Thanks for listening to this exclusive presentation of 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Download our latest podcast or for a complete schedule of upcoming games, go to 1380thefan.com.
1: Marcus Freeman and the 2022 Notre Dame football team are locked and loaded for a season sure to have all the excitement of a shootout at high noon. To stay on top of it all, join me, Phil Houck, and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester, senior editor of irishillustrated.com. Saturday mornings at 10.
0: Podcasts by Federated Media.